That should work. We should be live and recording the smoke out roast of the one and only Shelly Martinez. Welcome, everybody, live on Twitter and Periscope and Twitch and Facebook. If everything is working, we don't have our full complement of people here yet. Hopefully, we will as time goes on. We do have Shelly, of course, the woman of honor, and we have the first two roasters. So we can absolutely get started. Uh, first, before we get started, Shelly, uh, how are you doing? Are you ready for this? Are you ready for, to get roasted? I should be because I've just been in the bathroom crapping my brains out for about 30 <laughs> minutes now. So, yeah, nice. sure. <laughs> Much like my career, it's down to the toilet. That's a good way toilet, to start. So. <laughs> hey, how old is, uh, is Mr. Uh, Mertz? We were just talking about mm-hmm. him. He is 20, and if he stays with us till his birthday in July, he'll be 21. Wow. You That's taking him out to drink? What was that? You taking him out to the bar? Um, you know, he, he's been a drinker. He's been a drinker <laughs> for a while now. <laughs> Are we all fancy's antifreeze? <laughs> all right. So uh we should be good to go. Um, as I was telling uh Francine before. And I wrote in the emails, uh, it's freewheeling. Uh, if you're not comfortable with the roast jokes, that format, uh, any kind of great stories about Shelly, embarrassing stories, preferably <laughs> about Shelly. But anything funny, anything great to celebrate, uh, Shelly Martinez will be awesome. And uh, Francine is first in order. So Francine, take it away on the Ooh, roast of Shelly Martinez. I'm trying to think. And I, we roasted other people when we were roomies we didn't <laughs> we should have some built up for sure we didn't roast each other at all it was it was all geared <laughs> towards um someone else at the time which uh i'm not going to mention but um you know yeah but yeah you know <laughs> um but i'm trying to think of just a story i mean my favorite story ever of shelly is when she shouted me out on pay-per-view by talking about her vag that's my all-time favorite and i think it was bubba this week who put a little ensemble together and shelly's vag made the cut which i was thrilled about so cheers to your vag shell because it's fantastic i hear (laughs) we're on the street i don't know personally but i hear it's wonderful but that was my favorite shelly moment ever when she screamed my vag on pay-per-view and it was for two people it was for me and it was for julian hall so um i'm honored that she shouted me out and no one i don't think anybody knows that well here's the thing it surfaced recently sorry i didn't mean to but because i I guess yesterday naya Jax fell and said oh my My hole." Yeah, yeah, so everyone's said that no one has said anything like that since the time, and I saw the replay where you're like, "My vibe. it's the greatest thing ever." It. Yeah, I love it. Well, here's the thing. Let's talk into the mind of my vag. <laughs> <laughs> your your vag has a mind of its own. It really absolutely, does. absolutely. Yeah. So for me, Francine, you're really like a vag mother to me if you will um i the backstory of why i wanted to give this like insight it wasn't even a shot it was just an inside joke between me francine and jillian which jillian's appalled by this by the way she doesn't think it's as funny as me (laughs) and and that's why we called her vag face if you remember and she hated it she hated it so francine and i were ball busters we like to laugh have fun whatever so 
we would use the word vag and Jillian would get so mad. She's like, why do you have to use that word? It's so disgusting. And we'd like, oh, vag face. Hey, vag face. How's it going, vag face? And even though she'd get upset about it, I think she secretly likes it. And um, so the backstory to the vag for me really is uh, I was rooming, of course, with Francine. And there was a guy that I was in my mind dating, but in his mind, I was just one of his many <laughs> and I'm the idiot that thought I was dating him. So we're on the road and everyone's downstairs in the hotel bar and including that guy. And so I'm like, well, I'm going to go down there. And then Francine goes, remember, Shell, make sure your badge is clean because you never know always have a clean badge. And so I jumped in the shower because, you know, it's after the show, whatever. I jumped in the shower. I cleaned my badge real nice. <laughs> and the sad part is that was the night I realized I was not dating him. I was just one of very many. Cause when I went down to the bar, I remember I was sitting with Vicky Guerrero at, um, cause Francine stayed in the room and, um, she was like, you know, when Eddie and I were to get were like first, like chalking, whatever, I used to always send him a beer when we we're at a bar and he really liked that. So why don't you send that guy his favorite drink? And I did. And then when I went up to him, he was like, I don't mean to lead you on or anything, Shelly, but and I was like, oh, my God, my, my clean veg for nothing. I know. I know. But what <laughs> if what if you needed that veg to be clean? It would have been. So it's Absolutely. good advice. Yeah, and here's stands. the thing, ever since then, <clears throat> I always make sure that my vag is clean, even when I'm not using it. When I <laughs> went many years not having sex, I didn't care. I cleaned my vag because my vag mother said, always clean vag your vag. Your fairy vag mother. That was yes. nice. Thank you. Yes. I'm, I'm so happy you think <laughs> of me that way. Well, there, there's really... <sighs> I want to get you like, I really want to roast you with something, but we have been just, our friendship has evolved. Like I can't even say a bad word about her. I really can't. And I wish I could, cause I'd like to bury you right now, but there's hey, no, nothing. I, want you to. I know, but I'm trying to think and there's really nothing, nothing bad. I mean, you poop a lot, but you know, girls poop guys. They, they don't think we do, but girls right here. poop. Shelly's very vocal about her diarrhea habits. And that's, I mean, she just, she goes a lot. She goes to the bathroom a lot. That's the only thing I could think of. You, you have been wonderful and I'm so happy. Like I can just, I think back, you know, okay. I think back to like WEW, which was half wrestling, half porn for those who don't know. Um, the porn, they had to put a, a porn into it to get us on pay-per-view. So half the roster was wrestling and the other half were girls that came in and did soft corn porn. That's what it was. And we were on the wrestler side, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> of. And, uh, sh you know, we were there at the same time and, and you and I never connected in that company. And I was thinking the other day, I'm like, it's so weird. Like we're so close now, but we would see each other and we'd give each other like a half ass grin and just keep walking. And we, we didn't really like get together until WWE. That's absolutely the night that I, that my um, bags never made it. Oh, <gasps> that's, that's right. That's the first, I remember my bags never made it. And I had, I was supposed to do the stupid bathing suit stuff and I had no bathing suit. I had no makeup and 
you're like, well, you're me and you go back since WEW. You can wear my stuff and you can borrow my makeup. And I was like, wow, she's fucking cool, man. I'm so I'm going to be friends with this girl. And then we just click that night. And then from then on, it just elevated. And then years later, we are here. So absolutely. Yeah. Well, for me, I for my first moment where I felt I connected with you. This is so silly. Um, I had just gotten my boobs done and it was like, I was on, t- I had debuted on TV and I think I only did one or two tapings and then I got my boobs done like in between my off time. So I was like, maybe, I think I want to say like on a, on a Thursday, I got them done. And that weekend I went on house shows, like it's dumb. So I remember I have always been addicted to cocoa butter. It always did my skin really well. And I always knew it was good for scars. So I had them go through my nipples. So I remember I was putting the cocoa butter on my nipples. And for whatever reason, my whole boob started to inflame. And it was like a red rash all over. And you and Jazz were chit-chatting. And I was like, oh, my God, you guys, is this normal? Do you remember this? And I flashed you guys my boobs. And it was all – it was terrible. <laughs> and I just remember I was scared. But I felt like it was going to be okay because your concern for me, Francine, was like – I felt like if something were to happen, she's going to help me. She's here. And, like, I don't know. So I connect with you with my boobs and my vag. How about oh, that? Wow. <laughs> honored thank you so much I have tried to be like the mom in every locker room I think I have been actually everybody would call me either queen or mom so um I I'm glad I could help you in in that instance but I just I'm so thrilled that you know we've never really had a huge blow up um if we did have a disagreement we talked it out and everything's been fine we've never lost touch since like 2006 which is awesome in my opinion and I just I I don't know I just consider you a really good friend and I'm I'm so glad that we're still close and shit I don't have anything oh I don't have anything (laughs) I'm sorry it's just peace don't be sorry (laughs) it's okay the fact that you're just here and it's all about we're just all coming together. And I think it's really awesome. You know, I get to, you know, you and I talk, but I get to see you right now. Freaking. I want to say, I'm sorry, people get used to, him. I'm just going to call Santino Boris. Cause that's how I know him. Yeah. He's Boris. <laughs> Boris is here. And like, I just think it's awesome. And like when everyone else calls in, like, I don't even care. Like I obviously want people to make fun of me, but that's not what it just has to be about. And I think it's really cool that, here you guys are spending your time doing this when like, I don't know, people just don't do that. Like the people who ignored me after they said they would do it. And then, you know, (laughs) well, who said that? Call them out. Oh, I am. I am. (laughs) I'm going to build it up. I'm going to build it up. And cause you know me, I'm just the heat magnet. And I just, uh, I wouldn't be Shelly if I wasn't pissing people off. Right. You got to do you. <clears throat> all right. Well, I have a couple stories. <laughs> <laughs> Give me a story. I want to hear it. I, first of all, Take it away, I, I know what you mean, right? Because Shelly's sweet. It's always been good times. We hung out. And we, <laughs> we were roommates. We were actually roommates. We lived in, uh, in Nova's house in Louisville, Kentucky. <clears throat> so me and Aaron, uh, Damien Sandow, Aaron Stevens, we were upstairs. 
Shelly was on the ground floor. So the garage, when you come into the garage, the door from the garage to the house was also on the ground floor. That was Shelly's room. And I just knew that Shelly, she just watched a lot of porn. You know, I'd come home <laughs> and I opened the garage door and her door was there. And, you know, on a nightly basis, I would hear, fuck me, fuck me, fuck me, come on. And I'm like, God, she's into some crazy porn, man. And then, you know, that was it. I go upstairs. The next day, come home, I open the door and I'm hearing this, fuck me, slap me, punch me in the back of the head, fish hook me. And I'm like, what the hell is she watching? Like how she's, and then, you know, I go upstairs and go about my business. And then the next day I come home and she's like, harder, harder, give it to me harder. And all of a sudden <laughs> I hear the porn, or what, what I thought was porn. I hear the guy go, God damn it, Shelly, I'm trying my best. And that was when I realized that all these <laughs> nights, this wasn't pornography at all. This was actually just Shelly in her room. <laughs> demanding more from some poor lad who was giving it 100% and she wanted to be punched in the back of the head and she wanted to be fish hooked and bitten and slapped and I was like, oh my God, that's not porn at all, it's Shelly. And uh, yeah, and that's one. And- um... Wait, hold on, pause on that real quick. Fun fact, Stoner Jesus, the guy he's talking about Mm. Is the same guy that um, I bit my toenails. <laughs> nice. I know who that is. <laughs> Ooh, that carried over. Yeah. Ooh, interesting. So, so this, wow. here, here's, the, here's the shocking part that one day I come home and I hear what, you know, it wasn't, this time I knew it wasn't porn. And I kept hearing Shelly saying, Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? Who's the boss? And then this gentleman said, you're the boss. And all of a sudden I hear this slap. And she goes, dummy, Tony Danza's the boss. <laughs> and I was like, what the hell is going on down there? Oh my goodness wow. gracious. But, uh, and then shortly after, one day I was in Venice Beach, California. And I was getting a tattoo, and uh, Shelly was accompanying me to get this tattoo. Do, 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 you have, do you have the LA on your hand? The LA? <laughs> okay, so this gentleman that was tattooing me, he learned to tattoo in prison, he told us, and he was doing my, my, my rise and shine on my arm, which is probably covered in arm hair right now. And uh, so we're sitting there, and he's telling us about his prison tattoo background, and He's doing my tattoo and it took like a couple of hours and Shelly's like, you know, I just want to have like an LA right here. So the guy kind of looks around, stops doing my tattoo, reaches over, does an LA on her hand and then comes back and finishes my tattoo. And I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's not, you're not supposed to do that. And I remember saying to myself, okay, yep, all right. We're going to book that blood test when we get home right away. Pretty sure I just caught a few things right there. <laughs> I gotta get the hepatitis check. I gotta get some other checks, and uh, yeah. We, so Shelly and I technically have shared needles. Yep, nice. we're blood brother and sister. Yeah, and by and... the way, I ended up being disease free. So thank you. <laughs> That's good. Welcome Danielle uh, to the Hi. roast. We are live. I don't have earphones like everyone else. Hopefully that doesn't throw off the sound or anything. I don't have them either. Oh, okay. Yay! I'm not alone. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> 
Hi, oh my uh, God, you're grown up. That's so crazy. Yeah, you know, time flies and people grow up. Yeah, oh my God. Going back to that tattoo, though, if you look at my tattoo, I mean, I don't know if it comes on. It's like to the side a little bit. It's not in the center. So that was because he went so fast to like do it. And I look at it often. And I'm like, it is so not centered. And that's oh bothered me ever since then. Oh, my tattoo like, is the workmanship on mine is horrible. It's like, <laughs> it's like technically my worst tattoo. The guy. Well, we got jail tattoos. Yeah, we got it from a jail guy. So it was pretty good. And plus, it's an experience that we got to share it too. Absolutely. Well, I have a story that I actually shared about you before Boris. And now that I have you in front of me, I want to share Uh-oh. it to your face. <laughs> okay. So this actually means so much to me that you agreed to be here because to me, my first memory of you was when I felt so defeated, so defeated in Louisville. And I was at the gym and the good old LAC and I came outside to take a phone call. And I was just going through it. <clears throat> yep. And there you were talking to me on the curb And I remember I just wanted to give up and like the things that you told me just like really stuck with me and resonated with me and I didn't give up. And then fast forward, we end up, well, first of all, no, my first memory of you is Jim Cornette slapping you, of course, (laughs) because I got to be one of those people there. Oh, Gary, I didn't even realize you were on here. Hi. It was just Francine and, uh, and Boris there. Uh, so anyways, I'll get to Gary in a second. So, um, and then, you know, so the slapping of Cornette. And then, so then here I am in this spot and you talk to me. And then when we lived together, it was one of those things where like, even though at that time in my life, Aaron was like my BFF extraordinaire, I felt like I was able to talk to you on a level that, I couldn't really talk to other people and like that resonated with me. And so through all this time, even when there was like time where we really didn't talk much or whatever, those experiences that you gave me, I always held with me. And I just think it's so cool. Just like I have my fairy vag mother (laughs) (laughs) and all of her wise words. I, don't have a lot of positive male influences in my life and you're one of the very few that's in that group so i just oh, want to let you. you know that thank <laughs> you yeah yeah i know it's sometimes that's the thing about wrestling you know when you have friends that live in washington state and la and i'm in toronto and you know there's an unspoken understanding that when you're off the road or you get released or whatever it is there's a lot of people that you're gonna no longer see on a weekly basis and it sucks but if they're the kind of people like, like Shelly that, you know, a year can slip by, two years can slip by, but when you reconnect, it's like it was yesterday. And that's the beauty of this industry that you can just pick up right where you left off. Absolutely. And actually I was looking at your face. I'm like, how the hell have you not aged? Like that's nuts actually. I'm a vampire, duh. <laughs> that cocoa butter it's not is a working. Gimmick. <laughs> the cocoa butter. The cocoa butter and a vampire, duh. It's not a gimmick. It's not a work, brother. It's a, it's for reals. <laughs> Me and Fred, my vampire dog. <laughs> yeah, he's living forever. Oh, my God. Have you talked to Aaron about his vampire experiences in Ybor City? 
We don't talk anymore since you bring it up. Oh, Jesus. Sorry. That was not. Yeah. Okay. All right. Drama. (laughs) We don't talk anymore. You know what? God bless him. Whatever. But no, I guess I'm not. I I ended up in Aaron's world falling off on the cool list. So then he then put me in a different category. And that was the end of it right there. I wasn't cool anymore. Uh, he had a he had a girlfriend he kind of cut off everybody but he's 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 yeah he's not with her anymore but anyway he got into (laughs) he he started hanging out with uh vampires and introduced me to them and um pretty interesting people (laughs) cool All right, and not that you can top the uh, the first story or any of the stories, Anthony, but uh, are you good with, uh, with your portion of the roast? <laughs> oh yeah, okay. I got one more story that, that okay. it's just a it's a song that sticks in my head. So one time I had to move Shelly's car, and I'm like, "Hey, I gotta move your car," and she's like, "Come in here, grab my keys," and she was in the bath, and I was like, uh, "Are you sure? Because you're in the bath, you know?" And she was, "Don't worry, it's a bubble bath. Like I'm covered, whatever." So I go, I, I come in, and I grabbed the keys and, well, her tits were above the bubbles. And every time I hear that song, it was a islands in the stream. That is what we are. And I always think about her because there was islands in the stream. And, and uh, that's, that's my final show. Well, here to um, add to the story there, Boris, did you not realize I was trying to hook up with you the whole time we were in the house? <gasps> <laughs> this is breaking news oh my god are you that naive that you didn't know <laughs> with her big breast floating in your face well I, you know the porn that i thought i was hearing i just you know <laughs> i thought again, she's a freewheeling person i well, thought I that guy i thought that guy and I were something special. We weren't <laughs> the story of my life, but no, like, that's what I'm saying is like, um, I talked about this and I didn't name names, but we're here. So I did. And it's the smoking session. So what are you going to do? That's where I break kayfabe. But, um, oh. no, like that's what was up. Like, I just felt like we connected and you, like I said, we had conversations that I wasn't having with other people and that was something that was really cool and it actually showed me that as I went on in my dating life after like whatever figuring out what I wanted I realized a huge staple point for me was like I wanted that kind of conversation that vibe you can have fun whatever you used to babysit merds like you know, it, it really like, I know everything was happens for a reason. And I feel like that wasn't meant to happen because we were just supposed to like connect in that way so that everything I gained from it, I took forward in my journey. And that's exactly what I've done. So. And that's, that's what it is. You, know, you meet people sometimes and it's either to learn a good lesson or a bad lesson, but it's definitely to grow and move on from. And sometimes when people and it's, you know, there's always sexual tension between guys and girls, but when you can put yourself in a situation where it's pure friendship, sometimes you don't want to mess with that. You know what I mean? It's like you date and then what? Then you're going to break up and not be friends anymore. I'd rather be friends forever than lovers for, and you know, these days relationships don't last forever anyway. <laughs> so it's so, wait a minute. If you knew, would you have jumped in the tub? 
But, you, know, I was, you know, I was kind of intimidated because she likes to get beaten and slammed and, and you know, she's, she's pretty demanding. I kind of think she was loud because she knew you walked in. She was trying to impress you. I don't know. I was pretty, I tiptoed in. I don't the know. You, and the, you either turn you on or you scared the shit out of them, one or the other. <laughs> yeah, the Tony Danza punch and all that stuff. Is... I can say that would be know. intimidating. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, thank you, Anthony. Uh, next up in the roast of the one and only Shelly Martinez. We're live. Welcome everybody to watching the live and listening later and watching later. Next up, Gary Lee. Uh, Gary, thanks for coming on the roast. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. This is now's your time awesome. to shine. <laughs> right on, man. Uh, thank you very much for having me here, um, dude. This is so cool to be on here with people that like I've been fans of. I mean, Francine Santino, you guys. It's it's awesome being on here. Um, Shelly, happy birthday! I am uh, I'm forever grateful to you. Uh, seriously, some years back, uh, Shelly and I did a risque photo shoot, and one of the photos is responsible for me meeting my wife. Oh, wow. um, which is like pretty cool. Uh, my wife figured that if uh, Shelly let me be that close to her while she was basically naked, I was probably a decent enough guy, even though I look like a Unabomber, you know? <laughs> when uh, I wrote jokes here, so I don't have stories. Uh, when Shelly asked me to be a part of this roast, I was very excited. Then I was very nervous. So I checked to see who was going to be on the dais. And boy, was I relieved to see I wasn't the only nobody on this list. <laughs> very excited to have uh, the queen of extreme francine here uh after the roast tonight you can join francine on her twitch for the aew watch along uh i'm gonna ask you francine uh, what my dad asked me in 1996 watching the pitbulls on ecw how do you watch that shit it is not very good um bruce <laughs> bruce jingles he's not here yet uh but on his website he wears a steelers hat uh, the only thing he steals is the money he charges uh, people to see him perform. Oh, <laughs> you know, if, if you steal a joke from Bruce, if you steal a joke from Bruce, no, it's the second time that joke's been stolen. Oh, <laughs> oh I'm not going to no comment. <laughs> <laughs> I just peed myself. I just peed myself. Uh, Jesus. <laughs> Stoner Jesus, Sorry, it's very on. cool to meet your acquaintance. Um, from what I understand, Shelly converted to Judaism a few years ago, and now our two closest dudes are Stoner Jesus and Metal Jesus. Need I remind you what the Jews did to original Jesus? No! Watch yourself, man. That's the OJ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, um, I'm so excited that Mike Bucci is going to be on here, uh, a.k.a. Nova, a.k.a. Supernova a.k.a. Simon Dean. I was going to write a joke for him, but the writers who gave him those gimmicks already did my job for me. So we're just going to oh. <laughs> um, We just heard from uh, Anthony, also known as Santino Morella. Uh, dude, you have the worst Italian accent. Even I could tell you were faking it, even though that's not what my wife says. My wife says I can't tell. <laughs> His, uh, your big finisher was the finger poke of doom. Uh, with a Jeff Hardy armband on. And uh, if you've never seen it, it looks something kind of like this. And it goes up, boom, boom, and like that. Is that what it looks like? I don't know what it looks like. <laughs> uh, Shelly, it's really cool to be on here. Um, I admire you a lot. You're so driven and talented. It's unbelievable. Uh, I always wanted to get a glimpse inside of you to see uh, what gets you going. 
So I subscribe to your OnlyFans, and apparently it's vibrating anal beads. So <laughs> oh. uh, you know, you, you worked your ass off to get here, uh, following a very specific path, uh, tried and true, that many entertainers and wrestlers follow. Uh, star athlete, model, amateur wrestler, professional wrestler, amateur wrestler, nude model, amateur pornography, professional pornography, OnlyFans, and in just two more crow's feet, real estate agent. <laughs> uh, and that's all I really got. I just want to say happy birthday. Um, man, Shelly, you're awesome. Uh, I love having you around in, in my life. And uh, just nothing but positive uh, energy and good thoughts for you from here on out. Thank awesome. you. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Um, you know, what I love about Gary is, so... <clears throat> When he and I collabed back in the day, um, I just loved your energy, you know, and I just loved your vibe and we just had so much fun on that shoot. But what meant so much to me was there's different times. If people know me, I'm always tweeting my feelings, my thoughts. I don't care. And there's so many times that like Gary will either text me or box me and he'll be like, so what F these people and like, you just need that friend. And going back to, again, I don't like my, throughout my life, I haven't had many positive male influences in my life. And I felt I, throughout the years kind of collected a good group of them, but most of those people are no longer on that list. <laughs> and it's just so cool, Gary, that through everything, like there you are, like when, you know that I need some recharging, you're there. And that is just so awesome. And I'm so grateful for your friendship. And I'm sending those positive vibes right back to you. Right now, thank you very much. Happy birthday, Shell. Thank awesome. you. Thank you, Gary. Uh, next up was supposed to be Nova. Nova's not here. Followed by Bruce Jingles. Oh, he's no showing me. Not here. <laughs> oh, no show. Which brings it to me. You have to give me about 10 seconds. I did get my, didn't get my props. They're about two feet from me. So give me about 10 seconds. I'll be right back. Wow. Hot off guard. Gary, <laughs> that was so fun. Can I just say that was so cute? Thank you. I enjoyed that. Thank you very much. I'm, I'm happy to uh, return the favor for all the years of enjoyment you guys have yeah. given me and a lot of other people out there. You could have went harder on me. It would have been fine. I love you guys so much. It was hard to like do it. In fact, <laughs> Like up until about three hours ago, I hadn't written any jokes for this because I was just like, I'm going to say something nice. And then I was getting <clears> shit <throat> from uh, some of my comedian friends. So I finally was like, okay. But it, like, it hurt to like write shit about you guys. <laughs> no, <laughs> but it's funny. It's funny. And that's the whole thing. Um, the reason why we even did this was it goes back to my vag. Okay. It so always starts always, and ends with the vag. <laughs> always starts and ends with the vag. Yes. So... I was bringing up to Stoner Jesus that botched match I had in TNA when I went to that pay-per-view where that match had happened. And I was telling him, um, you know, there's so many people out there, especially on YouTube, who critique and I've won awards for worst match apparently and all this. And people will put like just whatever. <laughs> Here's the thing. I think it's funny. I think it's funny because I know what happened in that time. And then I know what happened afterwards. And after I got over being butthurt about that, 
it's freaking funny. So I started making fun of it. And dude, to this day, I did this video where Danielle got me this shirt and it says like, we're uh, women's champ or something like that wrestling champ. And I put the green screen behind me and I have the botch spot go and I put the prices right. Bum, 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 <laughs> and I turn yeah. around and go, oopsie, dude, people told me I shouldn't be making fun of myself like that and da da da, or no one's clicking on it. And I'm like, these people talking crap about me, isn't it more funny that I think it's funny? And then that's when Stoner Jesus was like, well, let's just do a roast. <laughs> yeah, you take away their power. You know, did you ever see that? There's like a famous, what's it called? I guess meme is a picture, right? Where it's that big tub of lard fat slob sitting on the couch with his, you know, some bowl of chips on his belly and he's watching Miss Universe and he's like, her nose is too big. <laughs> like, you know, it's that guy right get out of here man P- people for some reason it's criticized culture people just think like didn't anyone watch bambi so you got nothing good to say don't say anything at all but oh. people just feel like they got to put something out there and, and say something drives me crazy i wish there was a feature you could punch someone right through their computer screen because there's a lot of brave guys out there but here's the thing uh, i am a fan of when like i like let's say there's some kind of bit on a TV show or something like that with a actor and they're playing themselves. And let's say that the reason why that bit's written is because they literally have done something publicly like that. I, as a viewer, find it even more funny. And I love it that this person, whether they still act that way or not, they're down to like exploit it. I think it's like, it's because it's like, dude, it's the person. So I know I'm not the only person to feel that way. So I'm just like, why don't I get more hits on YouTube? Because it's freaking funny. And I and I told uh, Stoner Jesus, I said, look, these people, yeah, they put the video together, but I lit up my green screen. I downloaded off of YouTube <laughs> and record, screen recorded that that dive. I put my makeup on. <laughs> like, I put a lot of time and energy into that video. <laughs> and it just would be nice if people would uh, show me some love because it's funny. Damn it. Right. <laughs> and it's a good thing Shelly has such grand sense of humor because uh, all of my stuff is exclusively making fun of Shelly. <clears throat> I was thinking about my strategy going into this, and uh, that's what I settled on. So hopefully it's good. All right, let's see. Let's see what, well, let's see know, what you got. Shelly. People watch this show. Go ahead, Danielle. Um, so something I heard about Shelly, some person told me. Shelly sure can dish it out, but she can't take it. So I'm encouraging you to lay it in thick, <laughs> go hard, and test this theory, this rumor. Hey, let's give it a <laughs> shot. People who uh, watch this show, watch the Smokeout show with myself and Shelly. I know Shelly told a story for the first time ever about an overseas WWE trip where she was getting ready uh, to hook up, let's say, and uh, she needed to prepare. And one of the things she realized that her toenails were too long. So she's decided to bite her toenails before this gentleman got there. People out there are disappointed in Shelly. Uh, she only did so after she made completely sure that toenails are vegan. <laughs> Another story <laughs> she told on here was about... Um, her naivety, uh, naivety, uh, her naiveness, naivete. I can't say the word right now for some reason. <laughs> about what pay pigs are. We had a very long discussion about pay pigs. She told a story about uh, 
basically this guy was trying to be one of her pay pigs. She basically told him to uh, go outside and get some fresh air, um, which was her attempt at, you know, entering the pay pig world. Uh, so if that guy's watching, uh, go take your vitamins and please go call your mother, you little piece of shit. Shelly. <laughs> Shelly, <laughs> we all know is so loved. We've heard here tonight how loved Shelly is. <laughs> I threw up I, a little bit in my mouth right now. I tweeted <laughs> a lot of people on Twitter that we talked about to get them to come onto the roast. Uh, Doug Benson, Macaulay Calkin, David Arquette, uh, Paul Heyman, the McMahons, Gary Busey, Lorena Bobbitt, just to name a few. All those people have one thing in common. None of them responded at all. And, uh, I'm not saying that's all Shelly's fault, but definitely most of it is. Absolutely. Absolutely. Now, I feel that tonight we have not made enough, uh, not enough has been made about Shelly's uh, greatly advanced age. Her birthday was yesterday. So I put a lot of work into this. I said I got props and everything. This is a list of things around now that weren't when Shelly was young. You see, it's a very long list. Things like smartphones. Uh, Self-driving cars, the Sony PlayStation, of course, uh, DVD players, drones, Keurig coffee makers, laptop computers, uh, Amazon, eBay, held the entire internet as we know it. Uh, the technology, of course, to do this roast, all things, and, and I can't go through all, we don't have, we, we have time constraints, every much. single thing. The show's been around so long, so long, but I do have another stack. This is a list of things that were around when Shelly was young that are now gone, oh, as you see, much so sad. thicker stack. Things like Radio Shack, VCRs, black and white TVs. Now you remember that, Shelly. Circuit City, <laughs> Pet Rocks, Atari, Woolworths Department Stores, Segregation, Nazi Germany, Telegraphs, and of course the 1903 World's Fair in St. Louis, which I know Shelly remembers fondly from her youth. Seriously though, Shelly, uh, even though uh, you're clearly much older than I am and that all of our viewers, of course, for our show come to see me because, you know, look at me and then look at you. We know what they're here for. I'm so grateful you ended up doing this show together. Uh, you're a wonderful person with tons of embarrassing stories, which I'm also grateful for. Uh, happy birthday and thank you for being who you are. Happy birthday, Shelly. Yay! Much older than you were last year <laughs> well, can i say I one thing real quick yeah yes um i just thought of something about you and i what <laughs> it just triggered me uh, a couple years ago at your last physical signing in person yeah. you and i were throwing <gasps> up and pooping at the same time <laughs> we sure were that? we sure were i was i was consoling you while you were throwing up and then running to the toilet oh. where i had chronic diarrhea and then smelling Francine's puke made me want to puke. So then I had to run outside of the room where <laughs> Daphne was passed out asleep. We didn't wake her up at all. She <laughs> didn't even care. But I was pooping and throwing <laughs> up at the same time. Yeah. Then you had to poop and throw up at the same time. That's not fun. Uh, that we had food poisoning. Cup. We got food poisoning. <laughs> <laughs> what did he say? It's about that far off from two girls, one cup. It, it was a very sexy night in, in our room. Um, that story just triggered it for some reason. 
but we held each other's hair back and that's what good friends do yes absolutely absolutely that was a rough night and it carried on for a few days well we drank we drank fireball which i said i would not ever after my last time and then i was like well it's francine yeah. If you go to my YouTube channel, people, we're it's there. there. We're on there drunk. <laughs> you and see they, us change, oh. like, because the, um, it was my last signing um, that I was doing that was wrestling related. And after the thing, the PR handlers took us out and um, we were at this really cute restaurant and um, the people there were so nice. And they were like, hey, on the house. And it Produce was girls in the building. Oh, I was like, <laughs> I can't turn it down. So that sucks. And I've been taking edibles all day, the entire day at the thing. So it was rough. Yeah. Oh. But that was a fun, that was a fun night for, uh, for you and I. So. But I you know what? I was off to just stop. No, no. I was thinking about that and the positive and the sense of not the sick part, but um, what had happened? Here's a fun story. Um, and I know he's watching Neil. I know you're watching, Neil. Neil. I'm going to get you. You're a little cat, too. So um, Neil is a super fan of mine. He's from UK. When he went to this, because he knew that was going to be my last thing, so he made the trip down. And um, I met with him a couple times at the hotel bars. I'm like, whatever, you know. And I was about to go down and meet with Neil after we were done at the restaurant. And I was, and it was me, Daphne and Francine in the room. And um, Daphne was just kind of like having a hard night and I wanted to make her laugh. And I sure did because I was um, just joking, joking, joking. And I started doing this thing on Seinfeld where I was like, I'm the whiz, nobody beats me, nobody. And I started walking like the whiz and um, you know, It was just really, I was really drunk. I was really on edibles all day. It was crazy. I am the whiz. Nobody does beat me. So no, that bitches. But, um, you know, it's so funny because I was just thinking about that. And I watch Seinfeld a lot. So like, whenever I see that, I think about that moment. And it meant so much to me because like, you know, I just wanted to make Daphne smile. And I did. And like, it made me so happy and we all been there and Oof. you know, it sucks when I just want to say this, like being a wrestler is just so crazy and weird and there's just so many factors that go into it. And so when you see a soldier down, if you are a person who naturally can make people laugh, you put on that armor and you go And so when I was thinking about that moment recently, I was just like, you know, like, that's what's up. Like my career in wrestling, I could sit here and be all bitter and all this, but it's like, there were so many moments like that, like with Boris. And like, I thought maybe I should quit because like, I was never going to be on TV. So why waste my time there? But like, imagine if I did, I wouldn't have whatever. And so it's like, and all the times Francine, like I've called you and like, whatever, this and that, especially after they let you go. It's almost like you were my security blanket. So I didn't have that anymore. So I was like, what's the point? And so like, there you were to cheer me on. And then like Gary, you know, those times where like, I'm sitting here just pissed off because people are letting me down. And it's like so hurtful, especially when you're a person who took those connections to heart. And then there's freaking Gary, you know? And then we got freaking stoner Jesus over here. 
and like we've been online friends for like years and then all of a sudden we're like we should just like collab and then like here we are and like hanging out with you stoner jesus as you know it's been my therapy like there's times i show up on here no makeup i'm all mad i'm like whatever uh whatever and then by the time at the end i'm like Yay! <laughs> and I get to tell my little wrestling stories and it's really fun because I look at that in a fun way. You know, I look at all that stuff in a fun way. And it took a it was a huge journey to get there because I took wrestling and that lifestyle and what goes into it so serious. It was my everything, my everything above guys, above whatever like it was my everything and so when there was this weird shift in it to where I decided I don't even want to be a part of this anymore I didn't think I'd ever have these like cool moments and stoner Jesus our show has really brought that like oh wrestling you little bitch you know (laughs) (laughs) you little bitch come over here bitch give me a hug come on that's how I feel about wrestling whereas before it was like no don't like Francine has seen me I'm not gonna name names but there was a girl who screwed me over back in the day but then when we were on tv and she was getting looked at she came and hugged me and I went limp (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh I thought about that recently. <laughs> that is so weird. I just went limp. She went limp and she wouldn't hug her back. And then she goes, wait, that bitch just hugged me. <laughs> I know exactly the moment that it happened. Remember. That's why That's why wrestling don't want me and I don't want it. They're like, Shelly's the type, she'll go limp instead of going, oh, hi. No, and that's why me and wrestling are fine fake. separate. You're not fake. <laughs> But here's the thing. There's a way to be like, like cordial. And I could have been in that moment, but instead I was like, no, bitch, you screwed me over. So I'm going limp. Are you hugging me really right now? Right. No. <laughs> That's why I got fired. That's why I got fired. Yeah. <laughs> I'm difficult. Uh, so I know that uh, Francine has to leave us soon to go do her thing on Twitch. Uh, so, and my baby to bed now. Indeed. Anthony has to leave us as well. And uh, Danielle is up next. In the Woo! roast order to roast her sister live in front of many, many people. Guys, thank you for having me. I actually had thank I you, Anthony. Marco to bed. It's a pleasure to meet some people, see some people. Shells love you. And uh, everybody enjoy the rest of the night, and then we'll, we'll see you guys soon. You too, right. man. Have a good night. Bye. new baby. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> And yeah, can I just say a quick thank you to everybody here? Uh, Pleasure to meet all of you. Shelly, I love you. It's a given. You know, we're going to be friends forever. And if you know, if you need me, you can always call. But um, if we do this again in another 10 years, I'm going to make up a really bad story about you so I can get over (laughs) with this crowd because I was just too sticky sweet and that's not cool. (laughs) Thanks for having me and uh, have a great night, everyone. Thank Bye. you, Francine. <laughs> All right, Danielle. Now you have the spotlight. <laughs> oh, what to say after uh, 32 years of Shelly? Knowing all <laughs> your little habits. I know you when you were young, Saltinas. That's what we call a very bitter Shelly Martinez, a Saltinas. I am a Saltinas sometimes too. 
but in my own ways. So I know you. <laughs> <laughs> you said nothing was off limits, right? Nope. All right, then. <laughs> oh, God, I think right. I know what you're going to bring up. Great. <laughs> and you're so lucky that I can't find my glasses because I might miss a few because I have I have papers, you guys. Oh, <laughs> wow. I'm playing this for a while. <laughs> All right. So, <clears throat> so first and foremost, I want to start off by expressing my love and gratitude towards Shelly. Um, not only is she my best friend, she's my soulmate. And on top of everything, she's my family and she's my big sister. So she is a very precious gem. And I think if you believe in second lives I, or multiple lives, I feel like every single lives of ours we've connected and it's this life that we're going to finally achieve what we've been trying to do for centuries or whatever. So that's how I feel, feel about Shelly. And uh, she's taught me many lessons that prepared me for life. Shelly is a huge reason why I have such great customer service. Unless I'm really <laughs> random. <laughs> um, but it's very true. I've gotten rewards for my customer service, excellent customer service since I was 16. <laughs> and this is why. Shelly used to call me her slave. Um, there, I was a teeny tiny little child. And she, you know, Shelly's a little older than me. I know she's 61. You guys forget how good she looks for her age. She, she has some years on me. Um, so for instance, Shelly would be laying on the couch watching TV. All of a sudden I hear someone screaming bloody murder. <laughs> my nickname's Pumpkin. So she doesn't even dress me by my real name. So part of the new status. Um, Pumpkin! Pumpkin! <laughs> oh my God. Sorry, I'm upstairs. Cause we're in a <laughs> I run downstairs. <gasps> Can you give me a soda? <laughs> the kitchen is a couple feet away, graciously 300 feet away. Um, and not only does she want a soda, she wants it fountain style, which in our fountain ghetto, style. You, you get a cup, you put ice, and you just pour the soda over the ice. <laughs> so that's something that, you know, I can appreciate Shelly for. So thanks to her laziness and bossiness, I learned how to be humble and be a good servant, which has gotten me a lot of tips in the restaurant industry and helped me move forward in life. So I, I appreciate that lesson. Um, she also instilled fear in me. Um, like when she would just be laying down, the lazy person she is at times, um, <laughs> would be laying down and she'd be like this. <laughs> and then I would like, at first I'm like, you're playing, like you're playing. And then I'm like, are you alive? And then I would like move her around. She's like throwing herself around. Like, and I'm like, oh my gosh, are you dead? Are you dead? So she pretend that she's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and um, other moments of instilling fear in me for the rest of my life, which I have anxiety to this day is I have a fear of heights. Why do I have a fear of heights? Well, like I mentioned earlier, in our two-story house, Shelly thought it was a hoot to hold me over the staircase banister like she was going to drop me. So that's something that I'm hoping with to this day. So thank you very much. I appreciate that. Uh, you're welcome. 
it's made my life easier when I go on hikes and I freak out. <laughs> um, and I don't know if you guys, cause we're Latin. Um, we don't speak fluent Spanish, but we do say a few words. And one of the words is chonies. Do you guys know what chonies mean? Mm-hmm. Okay, so chonies is a word for underwear. Now, Stoner Jesus, you had made mention of how Shelly, now that you know what these terms mean, she's a chony girl. Mm-hmm. She makes money in her chonies. She's just flaunting herself in her chonies all the time. <laughs> so I just want to confirm with you guys that that's who she is. That's the core of who she is. And she <laughs> has been. Um, there was an instance talking about instilling fear um, that she had a G string on and I, mind you, I was in elementary school at the time, was chasing me in her G-string with a butcher knife, pretending that she was going to kill me. <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> so she taught me the lesson of not trusting anybody, especially somebody chasing you in a G-string. With. <laughs> um, she also taught me other valuable lessons in lying and sneaking around. She's just such a great gem of lessons and a great role model. So this is something um, that would happen. And I was hoping she wouldn't get upset about. So obviously she said I have the freedom to say it. So I'm going to say it. Go for it. So Shelly would like to have little guests come over. (laughs) And Shelly was a very voluptuous, beautiful young woman. And... I know you guys are used to seeing her in her 50s and 60s, so you don't know the young Shelly that I know. So um, what she would do is use me as a decoy because she would have nightmares at night and I'd be sleeping in my own room and she would make me go in her room and put my futon and sleep on the floor because she was having nightmares and stuff like that. And it was pretty common that she had nightmares. So the nights that she wanted to have her little friends over, she would pop off her little window like net or cane or whatever like just basically somebody had to get a ladder climb up the ladder and then go into her room so um that takes a lot of work so i was a decoy i would go sleep in my mom's room and distract her so people started um initialing her bed it was like a yearbook they would um, put notes on her bed, saying different things. She even flipped it over because sometimes they'd have to hide under the bed if my mom got a little curious, <laughs> hide under the bed. Um, so when they tossed Shelly's bed out, it, it was a yearbook. And I'm forgot about that yearbook. And I'm surprised my mom never said anything. Was mom even around when you tossed that mattress? First of all, it was friend, not friends. Thank you very much. And <laughs> I told, and he didn't use a ladder. He just somehow climbed up on our roof. I don't know. Wow. But um, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about mom because she was so ran a tight ship, but yeah, I get away with these things. So I have no idea. Well, but I forgot about that mattress. Wow, yeah. that mattress. And then she would also use me as a decoy so she can be a 14-year-old girl who sneaks out of her window and drives my mom's car. Um, <laughs> and she looks a little older than she was at the time, you know. So um, I know you had some run-in with the police being a 14-year-old girl. And that's how you learn how to drive stick. I sure did, you guys. Okay, anyone who's judging <laughs> me right now, first of all, 
I wasn't going off and whatever. I would just go to Taco Bell and it wasn't very far. It was like the next exit over. So fine. But I knew. <laughs> they exit like you're taking it on the freeway? No, I mean, I'm just saying like it, in the exit wise, <laughs> but I wasn't taking it on the freeway. I could take the side streets and go okay. pretty quick. So when I would watch my mom drive her car. I would just watch her and I would watch how she would change gears and I would just watch her like a little psycho. So then when it would be the wee hours of the morning, I was like, it's real important that I learn how to drive a stick. So I'm going to just copy what I saw. So I would, and I have my friend, Sarah, shout out Sarah. She'll never see this. And um, she lived real close by and we'd go to Taco Bell. And then um, one time I got pulled over <laughs> and I didn't have a license or a learner's permit or nothing, you know? And so <clears throat> I remember I had some cut off jean shorts real short because I always dress pretty slutty and um I was wearing this little like boob top and then the cop was talking to me and I was just talking oh I was just going to talk about oh I forgot da, da, da. and so I talked him into letting me call a licensed driver to come get the car and he said okay but I better not see those pretty green eyes again tonight in that car <laughs> So I had what Danielle's referring to as my little guest. Um, he was a licensed driver. So I had him come and then we snuck my mom's car back into the garage and uh, she never knew about it. Unless for some reason she's creeping on my stuff right now. Hola, mom. It's fine. This is how you get to know me. It's fine. Um, that happened. Well, <laughs> that happened. And another valuable lesson with Shelly. Um, something that is not a lesson, but a requirement in our relationship because, you know, Shelly and me are really close. We get little attitude -y with each other here and there, whatever, but we have our little fights. And we probably have, what would you say, Shelly, like maybe once or twice a year, we have like a good big fight. Like, or, I mean, it, it varies, but- I feel like that since you've been older and you're getting into weird things. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when we get in a fight, it's like the worst thing in the world. Like I feel so depressed. I feel like I can't go on with my life. I feel disgusting and sick. It's like, it, it's horrible and I hate it and I try to avoid it. But, um, Shelly and me have some rules. One of these rules is we're not allowed to play air hockey against each other. Oh, you know, you are too much with that air hockey. You, here's the thing, you guys. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Danielle. Go ahead. I'll get to you. I'll get you. Go ahead. Air hockey. Check. Okay. Let's hear it. All right. So with air hockey, um, because, you know, Shelly is the whiz. She's number one. Um, whether it's air hockey or any Wii sports, like literally playing on the Wii, um, there was a time where we're playing Wii bowling and she won and I was a little saltinas about it. And I made a comment, a simple comment. I said, oh, because something like you think you're the greatest or something like that. And you got so upset and you wouldn't talk to me. And the next day I was so sad and depressed. I went on this long hike by myself and I was crying and you know, and with air hockey, yes, I, I do get a little competitive, but you know, you see that I'm angry and then you'll, despite me, look at me straight in the eye. 
and then it goes right in the little pocket. I'm good at ear hockey. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So, I mean, that's just my two cents. And, you know, I'm not the only one who has issues with Shelly, whether it's air hockey or we. We've had neighbors who have complained about Shelly's medicating. And some neighbors saying that she is their alarm clock because when she's smoking out in the patio, she's coughing up a lung. That's <laughs> and that's all I have to say. <laughs> You're welcome you, to that person. Well, here's the thing. <laughs> You're not remembering some details. A hundred percent. I was excited that I had a good score in bowling, not in competition with you, but with myself, because I always try to get a 300. Like it's like Tetris. If you're, if you're building, you're getting singles and doubles. It means nothing. you got to do Tetris challenge yourself. So I want 300. I was really close. I was excited. I went to Snapchat it and you went, Oh, so you could just tell everyone how great you are. That's why I got butt hurt because I was like, ew, do you think that I think that? I was excited. So there are saltinas. I learned it from the best. Exactly. Petty. <laughs> Shelly can get real petty real quick, quick. With, without any resistance. And you know what? That's a quality in myself that I have embraced. And you know what? You want to get petty? Ooh, let's play that petty game. Shelly too. Real so. quick. But here's the thing. <clears throat> All of this is true, everything Danielle said. And before, like, okay. So I was just a young girl being like a punk to my sister. But I'm sorry. I really am sorry that you do have certain issues because of like, like the height thing, like that sucks because I do see you suffer now. And, you know, I don't know, like, I mean, I could sit here and apologize, but I've already apologized a long ass time ago. Like, that's funny. That's why we can talk about it and laugh about it. But like, it does suck that like, I did do some like emotional damage to you, like in that regard, you know what I mean? Like, it sucks. Like I can laugh about it, but when I think about it, it's like, cause I, there's times that I went hiking with Danielle and she's right. Like it's totally safe hike, not even too crazy. <clears throat> there's a place here in LA called Brendan Canyon. So there's a lot of people and sometimes like she'll get in her head and then like that trigger will happen. And it sucks to know that like, I'm part of that, not to bring the party down or whatever, but like, it sucks. But you know, I guess, I guess in that regard, you got me. But in the other regards, Danielle, once you started bringing around weird friends because you got older, yeah, that's when the fight started going from it hardly ever happens to it does because you, Danielle has some weird ass friends and then if those weird ass friends are watching this, oh my gosh, you have no idea. You can really kiss my butt, but at the end of the day, I feel sorry for you, but still you can kiss my butt. Like, ew. <laughs> On that note, Brings us to the woman of the hour, our guest of honor, the roastee, if you will, the roast of Shelly Martinez. Shelly Martinez herself. Shelly, now is your time to let fly. I'm sure there are more people here at this point, but here we are. They'll watch it later and wish they were here. I know. What happened to Nova? 
I do not know. I've gotten no, uh, no emails from anyone, no tweets, no carrier pigeons, nothing. So uh, here we are. So here we are, face to face, like a bunch of silver spoons. So <clears throat> it is, it's real deep. And we're going to start with Doug Benson. Now, Doug, I know you're afraid of me. I know I scare you. Maybe like Santino, a.k.a. Boris, I intimidate you. And that's what this whole thing between us is. Right now, if for some weird reason, Doug Benson, you are watching this right now. I know you're rolling your eyes and saying, this is dumb bitch. There she goes again. <laughs> Who is she? I don't even remember this, but you do. But you know what, Doug? It's okay. Because through this whole f energy fight that we've had throughout the years, it's inspired me to just want to prove to you why you should have taken me serious at the beginning. And here I am sitting with some awesome people. And I already feel that I'm winning. I've been jealous of you, Doug. And maybe that's part of my problem with you. I'm jealous. I'm jealous that you have the ca cannabis community and you get to be on YouTube and smoke and don't get any strikes against you and all your little buddies get to hang out and do your thing. I get it. <clears throat> but you know what? Me and Stoner Jesus over here, we're not just about the cannabis. We're about good times, good people, and bringing people together. So I raised my shout out to Megan Jones. Got me this Simpsons bong. Brought it to me yesterday on my birthday. Nice. Doug Benson, with this bowl, I rid you. Because you suck. And one thing's true. Doug Benson, if I see you on the street. Doug Benson, if I see you on my website for feet. Doug Benson, Mr. Stoner Extraordinaire. I'm going to hit my Simpsons bong. And be fair. With this light, I'm rid of you. It's not witchcraft or voodoo. All I have to say is, Doug Benson, you can't hang with me and Stoner Jesus. No. And with this last breath, get rid of you. I will blow. Wait, what? <laughs> 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 in other words f you doug benson <laughs> that's right take that <clears throat> now i'm real disappointed that nova didn't show up because nova and i have a very special relationship he's somebody who has no problem making fun of me to my face ever since i've known him and i love it that's why i love nova because he'll call me he'll call me out he'll um you know, he makes fun of me, but at the same time, I think the reason why I love Nova so much is because he has always been so like, you know, when people get mad because they're like, oh, did you, I heard so-and-so said this and this about me? Well, with Nova, I didn't have to hear that from anyone. He told me to my face. <laughs> so I, even if I didn't like what he had to say at the time, like I never got butt hurt, like, or like, Oh, F Nova for saying that I would just be like, Oh, whatever. Cause maybe part of me knew he was right. And going back to that botched wrestling uh, spot that I had in TNA, 
he was one of the first people to say that, you know, it was a good match until that end spot. And I, he gives me a hard time about it all the time. And I think I'm going to pull it up here. I think I probably still have it. Uh, one of our smokeout sessions, I read a text between him and I. Mm-hmm. Hold on here. Um, and this is what he wrote. And this just made my day. Um, let's see. Okay. He said, of, of course, I'll be doing a play-by-play of your match from TNA during this roast, including your awesome dive spot. Ha, ha, ha. And I said, please do. And this is what, you know, if he doesn't, if he's not going to call in, that's fine because this is worth it. Like, it's fine. Like, you never know. Things happen. People would, it's yeah. fine. So this is what made my year. Anything else after this text that I got on, oh, I didn't say the date. But when I got this text, this like made my year. Anything else is just extra. He put in regards to the match that I had at TNA, the pay-per-view, my vag, that, that one. Okay. I have watched that a hundred times. When you start yelling out my vag, my vag, and when you dive through the ropes and get hung up, it's legitimately one of the funniest things I've seen in the 48 years on this earth. I cannot get through it without without tears in my eyes laughing (laughs) and so that meant so much to me because that's how I feel about it but at the time when it happened okay like I've talked about it but let's talk about it on the record we're here right so when people said what happened so there was like this miscommunication spot because there was no dive planned but there was like this space between us that ended up happening. And if we went with what we planned, it would have looked very staged because the positioning was off. So I told the referee, because in wrestling, you use the referee to uh, be a messenger. So you're not like saying, hey, catch me, you know? So I told the referee, tell her to cut me off. And I go for the dive and this is my fault. And I take full accountability for this. When I went for the dive, I cut myself off and she wasn't where she was. Like she hadn't gotten to that part. I remember seeing the referee telling her. So the timing was just off. So what I should have done is taken the dive and just ate it outside. Cause then it would have looked like, Oh, I was going to dive on her and I miscalculated, but instead it's very clear. I cut my, <laughs> it sounds very congruent with you, Shelly. Shelly is the person, if you guys aren't aware of this, she will think, you know, we've gone too far and you're driving somewhere that you don't know. She's like, oh, I feel like we've gone too far. She will make a left turn one turn before she needs to. Like she's always almost there, but then she doubts herself. And then she's like, oh, no, no, no. She turns back. And it's like, oh my gosh, you were like a block away. Like that's classic Shelly. That's so true. That's deep. That's deep. So now realizing how deep it really is, um, there was a time, like, because when that happened, I was like, great, because it did feel like a good match. This was the first time I was working with Rebel. She was so nice and her energy backstage was so positive. Like, I was excited to work with her, you know? And I had met her, like, 
just before having that match with her at some signing, she was so nice, just so, so nice. And when we went to the back, my whole anxiety, even being there was at this point in my career, there was people that were there that it got back to me, the things they had said. And the people that were telling me weren't people who were like trying to be gossipy and stir the pot. They were like, dude, can you, uh, so-and-so said this about you. They told me this, like, and so for me, as soon as I cut myself off, I knew great. Those people backstage, I know they're watching, they're watching the monitor right now. And they're like, oh, there goes Shelly. Can't even do a dive. Oh, there she goes. And I remember I went backstage and I'm not going to name names. Keep it classy. So one of the people that was helping us put our match together, I remember they were right there and he was like, what's wrong? Like whatever, like until that spot, like it was really good. And then I looked to the right of him and this gal was standing right there all up in the business. Like you weren't part of this match. Why are you standing right there? And that was one of my haters. And it got back to me what she had said. And I said, I looked her right in her eyes. And I said, because I know there are people here waiting for me to mess up. And now they just got what they wanted. And I'm pissed about it. And to me, it really effed with me because it's like, that happened and so I was just like oh and at that time I've been so broken from people in wrestling that I thought were my friends that they just weren't or I'm not gonna say that that they weren't to be in my life forever I thought they were forever friends that's my fault for putting them in that category but it was really hurtful you know and at that point I was just like, I'm doing wrestling right now literally because what else am I going to do? I got to figure something else out and so that night to me was really rough. And I remember that night, a friend that I thought I had for a really long time really revealed herself to me because later that night I overheard her gossiping about me. And I was just like, Oh my gosh, I'm right here. She doesn't know. I'm like, you, I, you don't think I can hear you. So you can't say you didn't say it. And so it was rough. So to go from all that mind F to when I made that green screen video with Danielle, <laughs> bum, 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 that was a journey. And then from then till now, I really think it's funny. So the fact that Nova said that like he watches it and he laughs so hard, it makes me so happy because when I said my vag, I was really trying to just make Jillian and Francine laugh, but there's an old saying in the wrestling business and it's, if you pop the boys, you're going to have that crowd. Something like that. That's the way I would say it. So I was trying to pop Jillian and Francine. And I remember when the pay-per-view had happened or whatever. And then they, they told, they texted me, oh my God, Shelly. That's what Jillian said. And then Francine was like, that was amazing. So I got that. And I wasn't doing it to like, entertain everyone else because I was just focused on entertaining my friends that it just followed and it makes me so happy that fans to this day still can't get enough (laughs) of it more in particular that at the end of the day Nova you stood me up on my roast 
but you're just going to sit there in your computer and obsess about me and watch that video over and over because you can't get enough of me because you know you're addicted to (laughs) fangs. (laughs) All right. All right. (laughs) So um, I guess it's still my turn. So uh, let's talk about... Okay, so there are some people I asked, and then they told me, yeah, of course, I'll do it. But then they ended up texting me from the time I put it out there to when, you know, they thought about it a little bit. They're like, I just don't know, really know what to say. And I was just like, well, you know, just say whatever. And I even baited them. I was like, you can make fun of me for this and that. Like, you don't have to say the names, but like this, that was pretty pathetic of me. So you can make fun of that. Like, there was this guy I used to chase after that was so unavailable Gary, you know, and <laughs> that was funny because on the outside looking in, people were like, what is wrong with Shelly? Why is she so obsessed with this guy? And like, like, it's like weird. Like I was so desperate. So it's funny. I was so desperate. <laughs> so I was like, Aww. make fun of that. Who cares? No, but it's funny because I love roast. I'm a fan of roast. Oh my gosh. Pretty prepared for this. We watched the Flava Flav one, which I was a huge Boy! fan of. <laughs> and it's funny and so these people there were people I asked to be on this that I don't really necessarily keep in touch with but they were in that time in my life and I know a lot of people that watch this are going to be my wrestling fan base or people from the wrestling business so it's like they're going to want to hear stuff about that so it's like yeah let's talk about it and the way I kind of envisioned it was if they made fun of me about like this guy there's going to be wrestlers that know that time that thought I was so weird. And you were right about me being weird <laughs> about that. And they're going to think it's funny. So I want to make them laugh. I want them to be like, Oh my God, they're making fun of her because of that nerd. So like, whatever. So those people I'm not upset about because I feel like they just didn't feel comfortable to be get on camera and like, whatever. And that's yeah. fine. It's not for everybody, but there's one that I'm very butthurt over. Even though I was very much looking forward to seeing Nova, I'm not even disappointed because, like I said, life's life. It, like, it, you don't know, whatever. But I'm going to name names, not to be a bitch, but because if I try to dance around it, you're already going to no, know. I won't say names. There, you, I will say it. I didn't say your name, but you're going to know. <laughs> Okay. I'm very disappointed because you're a bitch and I expect nothing <laughs> less than that. So here's the thing. I ain't saying any names, but I reached out to one of my former partners that people know. There's, you know, two characters people mainly know me for Ariel Salinas. So I reached out to one of my partners and the reason why I reached out to them even though I recently unfollowed them a couple months ago. And the reason why I unfollowed them is because I've been watching their ventures aside from wrestling. And I think it's really cool. When we were working together, this person wasn't the greatest to me. However, we had awesome memories though. Being in Mexico, drinking absinthe. The first time I ever had absinthe and freaking overseas. He was the one pushing it on me. Like, oh my gosh, it was amazing. I have so many amazing positive memories, but there's a lot of crap too. And when I got fired, 
this person's character seemed to kind of vanish. And then it just wasn't what it was when I was teamed up with them. And then they eventually were no longer with the company. Well, then I went on to another company and it just so happened two shows were happening at once. And he was there with a bunch of people and he pulled me aside and had this really cool conversation with me about telling me how he didn't value me. And like, he understood. And I really, it meant so much to me. And then after that, I felt like he really was somebody like, I'm not going to be all BFF with, but like somebody I talked to after wrestling. Right. So I was just so excited to see their, ventures and then when I kept trying to just like connect with them and whatever I just wasn't receiving it back and to be honest I unfollowed them not because I was like oh f them they don't want to like interact with me it was more like but you're choosing to interact obviously at least online with people who like some of them I have issues with or they don't like me or whatever so it would trigger me I'd be like kind of jealous like ew how come you'll be all buddies with them but not be cool with me not that you're not cool with me but like it's weird and so it just hurt my damn vampire heart you know what I'm saying so that's why if this person gets wind of this video or sees it that's why I unfollowed is because I just it I'm just sensitive I'm a sensitive vampire you know and I take things personal sometimes or I just don't want to be triggered so when I went out of my way to ask them to be a part of this even though I had unfollowed them like that's point in case I wanted them to be a part of it and I wanted them to be a part of it not really for me per se but we owed it we owe it to the effing fans we owe it to the fans the fans out there that never forgot about our whole act the fans out there that get all pissy on on twitter saying they're copying you guys da, da, da. you were the rich <laughs> like it's so cool like this like army of people who just are like yeah i introduced my kid to you and like they love it it's like this cool cult classic thing that's like i'm amazed because there was a time i kind of shunned it a little bit because I was so butthurt. So I was like, we owe it to the fans because the fans deserve it. The freaking fans deserve it. So when they said yes and they were down to do it, I was like, oh my gosh, the fans of us are going to flip because we haven't performed together, haven't been seen together in so many years. Like they are going to be like, wow, like, this is awesome. Those diehards. And I'm not talking about the people who, even though shout out to my secret society, but I'm talking about people who just been following us and like keeping up with us and supporting us in any way that they can. And then introducing their kids to our content. Like, wow, man, that's special. We owed it to the effing fans. So when I didn't get a text back after the confirmation was already there, I have been saying to y'all can vouch, we have to do it for the fans. But as Stoner Jesus and I have talked about on our show before, we're not going to bug, bug people. I reached out to him again. He didn't write me back. What am I going to do? He doesn't want to talk to me. He doesn't. That means no. Yeah. That means he's changed his mind. So that sucked. So like, I just want to say, even though I drank all my champagne already, I got my <laughs> um, seltzer water with hints of Dr. Flavor. Cheers to the effing fans, keeping it alive. All you effing fans out there, you're freaking awesome. Thank you for 
everything. And I really tried to make it happen because I, you guys deserve it. Here's to you. Here's to you. That's right. Ah, I feel aggressive now. <laughs> there you go. That's what the fans want to see. Oh boy. That gives me... <coughs> oh, uh oh. Look at we have a run in. Whoa! Oh, Danielle, you want to make some money off those feet? <laughs> I was going to say earlier, we made it uh, over an hour in the roast before the first mention of feet. So that was pretty impressive. It's usually a big topic on our show. Yes, yes. <laughs> lighting is so much better than my washed out lighting but you know she's still the birthday brat even though it seems like you know we have some issues with her from time to time <laughs> but you know what i'll get you some champagne you enjoy that thanks slave term for um i want well, to call them piggy banks what is it the is it stone of jesus you're talking about oh, the pay, picks? Uh, the pay, pay banks. Banks. Yeah. yeah yeah so um maybe you feel guilty about enslaving me and so you want to be nice to the pay pigs you have a history oh, there you go. so may, that's deep once again maybe the key deep. now to making money off the pay pigs is just pretend that's your younger sister <laughs> No. Go, go get me something in the kitchen. About, I don't feel good about that now. And I, that's probably why, like, to be honest with you, I will bend over backwards for her because she deserves it because I did put her through, through that a little bit, but you know what? Not to throw anyone under the bus, but like, I was just seeing the adults around me that that's how they acted. Like I was a slave to like, you know, my mom. So it's like, that's how, what it was. So at least now we've broken that cycle, I feel. Indeed. Or have we? I'll say, except for what just happened. <laughs> <laughs> we have no. witnesses. No, she's just being a nice gal. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> <laughs> um, so do you have anything else, uh, Shelly, in your time on the spotlight? Here's, the, here's the thing. I feel like Bruce Jingles, maybe he didn't show up because he asked me to be on his podcast recently. And I told him, um, I'm not doing podcasts right now. And then he said, why? And then I said, because. (laughs) 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 And um, then he waited again. And then he asked me again. And I said, I'm not doing podcasts right now. And this goes back to, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, but goes back to McGee, like people who watched our sessions before, maybe you haven't. There was a um, person that reached out to me, long story short, on Twitter, and um, they were asking me to be in their podcast. And originally I told them, I'm not doing podcasts right now. And I didn't say no. And I replied, you know what I'm saying? So it just got weird where I feel like he took it a little too personal or whatever. And um I don't know. It's just like, even though Bruce, like Bruce and I go way back and that's why I wanted to hit him on here because, um, Bruce is the person. I don't know if I, excuse me, hold on. Excuse me. I don't know if I talked about it. I don't know if I named him when I talked about it, but when I worked at the spearmint rhino back in the day, 
he's one of the people that used to come in when it was like I was bored and he would just like, you know, sit at the bar and the DJ would play WWF at the time entrance music and we would walk down the ramp because there was like no one there, you know. So me and Bruce go way back. I was accidentally married once. I met the guy there, knew him for two months, went to Vegas, got married. (laughs) So like he knew that guy. So he was like kind of in that. And then I like went off and did wrestling and I went to WWE. And then during that time, I was kind of like doing that whole thing. He started to get some steam on his like, you know, his comedy. He's a he's a comedian. So it's like his life with that and like his career. And so it's so crazy that I used to be in a little comedy troupe with um, Chad and Corey. They're twins that have a um, yeah, Chad and Corey. And um, Bruce was in it. So they were like the comedians. And then me, RVD specifically. And then a couple, I think one time uh, Sabu and Sandman joined us. But we were like part of their comedy like group. And we were called Blunt Force because we were all, you know, smokers. And we kind of mingled in all of our talents of what we can do. Like they were the like serious comedians. Me and Rob are like people who are down for comedy and we love it. And it was really awesome. And Bruce was a part of that. But before that kind of transpired, um, I went with Rob to a comedy. Um, what was it? It was down in Ontario. I can't, I, the improv. There's an improv. There. Yeah, it was an improv. It was an and improv. Bruce's name was on the marquee. And I had lost touch with Bruce at, until that point. And I was like, Bruce Jingles? I know that guy. That's like, I know him from back in the day. And so that's when Bruce and I reconnected. So that was really cool. And then some time went by. And then I thought a funny story that I could have brought up if Bruce was here is going back to his weird text. I don't know if he just doesn't know how to communicate proper through text. And I'm just one of those people that like, come on, like just be straightforward, like whatever. So there was like some kind of thing where he was like accusing me of not texting him back or whatever. And I ended up doing some kind of like podcast thing and we were doing dabs afterwards because it was like a cannabis related type thing. And then the guy that was doing the dabs was Sean Cush, Danielle. Oh, gosh. So uh, we, were doing, <laughs> we were doing some um, shout out Sean Cush, a little douchebag. Uh, we were taking dabs. Hey, with take Sean your dog Cush. outside, Cush. Mm-hmm. And Bruce brought it up. He was like, why are you a bitch? And I was like, what? Excuse me? And he was like, you know, you can't text people. And I said, what are you talking about? And I showed him when I had texted him and he didn't have like, like he was texting the wrong note. It was like some kind of like thing on his end. And so he had to eat his words and I ended up putting him in an arm bar and pushing him down to the ground. And I told someone, get the camera out. And I said, now who's the bitch? And I was like, say who the bitch is. Like, who's the bitch? And I, I wish I, I got to see if I have that footage somewhere. It was a long time ago. So that would have been fun to kind of bring up with him. But I think maybe he's upset because, first of all, I didn't say no to the podcast. It's, I can barely keep up with my life right now. But I'm not going to sit there and text all of that. Like, I'm sorry. So, Bruce, if you watch this and you're like, oh, fuck, Shelly. She didn't, didn't, didn't. Dude, <laughs> I am sorry. I have a lot of commitments. And that's why I didn't say no. What it means right now, I'm not doing podcasts right now means is I'm not saying no, I'm just really busy right now. I'm not available. So hit me up later. 
Maybe I just need to tell people that. Hit me up in six months. I don't know. It would been I the perfect thing to come roast you about was not going on the podcast, but missed opportunity. But it's okay because at the end of the day, this is a roast. And last night, Danielle and I were watching um, Lee Scratch Perry documentary. And um, Lee Scratch Perry, for people who don't know, is a big a named producer and like reggae music back in the day. He's worked with um, Bob Marley and people say that he gave Bob Marley like his push that he needed, whatever. It's really interesting. Even if you're not into reggae, you should check it out. It's really interesting, that story, whatever. But when we were watching it, uh, one of the things that he does is he talks about how he burned down his studio in um, Kingston because um, he allowed too many negative people to come in and pollute the studio and he shouldn't have done that. And the way it translated to me was money. You want to make money. So now with people who are on that same vibe that got you here or wanting to make, throw money at you. Yeah. It's tempting. So you're going to do it. So I kind of took it that way. Like he, he let the success take over. It wasn't good. So he burnt it down. And so I was like, well, tomorrow's a roast. So that's why it's like, you know what? It's fine. Maybe Bruce, Bruce Jingles needs to burn off over there. Maybe my old partner needs to burn off over there. Maybe Nova needs to burn off over there. Maybe the other people who didn't come need to burn off over there. And it's not negative. It's just, I got to focus on other things and it's nothing like no bad vibes. And I'm looking forward to moving forward after this roast, because today I have my Lee Scratch Perry um, moment, I feel. I was really looking forward to it. I was really disappointed by uh, no Gary Busey. Really deep down, I was hoping for that. And Gary Busey. Bobbitt. Would have been awesome. But... <laughs> Gary Busey, I've been trying to get his attention for so long. <laughs> Come on, you're telling me you don't remember our moment together? He has a lot of other things going yeah. on. <laughs> he True. does. He's known for that. True. <laughs> I guess I forget it's not all about me. <laughs> I mean, you think it is, you know, you're pretty egotistical. I'm so egotistical. <laughs> yeah. And obviously you keep having these stories, like people are saying, Hey, you're a bitch. And you're like, no, I'm not. But then people say that I'm a bitch. So I think it's good. To I'm a bitch. I'm a bitch. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm a bitch because here's the thing. Even though Danielle has hardened in life, I think it's kind of good for her. She's one of the nicest people I've ever met in my entire life. Remember that and next time we get in a fight. <laughs> no, I, I, hey, you're human. So the thing is, is like, I know there's a lot of good parts of me, but because of a bunch of negative stuff in life, like there's that like part of me that's hardened and it makes me a bitch. And I've been through stuff and I don't want to take anything from anyone. So I'm a bitch, but I'm okay with it because I feel like there's people who are bitches or assholes because they don't care who they hurt or they don't care about any circumstances, even if it means hurting people. Whereas me, I'm usually a bitch because like, I don't know even, I don't know any other way around it to express what I'm feeling or I'm mad that like, if I'm being a bitch, like if I snap at somebody and I'm being a bitch, it's like. I don't know what else to do. 
And now I'm even more mad because I know I just did a bitch thing. Kind of like when we're talking about the Young Bucks, how I didn't like them or whatever. Like, I felt so bad, and I still do, and I think about it. Didn't you invite them here on the roast as well? Uh, I did. They were in a tweet, and they uh, did not respond. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder you why. Know, that's a good example is, like, you know, I am a bitch because it's it's bitchy to – for example, not like the Young Bucks for no reason, especially when they seem like really nice, awesome guys. <laughs> and these seem to be about lots of things that I like and by design on paper. But like, so that's the thing. So I'm a bitch, but it's like, I'm not a nasty bitch. I'm not a nasty bitch. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, geez. Well, something that I kind of want to leave off on, if I could have a moment, because, you know, something I learned through Shelly is everything's about me and on her own roast, I'm going to like cut her off when it's her time. <laughs> um, but me and Shelly are Trekkies. I never thought in my life I'd be a Trekkie. I know we can't. Oh, who can do it? Can you guys do it? Can you guys do it? Try, try to do it. Can... Oh, we're challenged. <laughs> Getting better, I feel. Yeah. Anyways, Mr. Spock is my boyfriend. But oh. um. Right, real quick, which Star Trek is it? Is it Next Generation Original? Original. Original. OG. Original. Okay. I only smoke OG, and I only do OG. <laughs> so, um. One night I was up late and I was looking up William Shatner because for Shelly's birthday, one of our good friends was asking me, Hey, I'm gonna get a tiki mug. Do you want Spock or Captain Kirk or who do you want? I'm like, Spock is my boyfriend. So, mm -mm. but um, <laughs> you can give Shelly and uh, Captain Kirk. <laughs> and um, so I started looking up William Shatner and they said singer. I'm like, singer? He sings? And then I saw that he does spoken word. And he's done incredible things. And Rocket Man is one of the bits that he does. And um, me and Shelly have been podcasting since I was like 19 or 20. And we use David Bowie's songs and like, you know, we, we just think about all the stuff. So anyways, we just got a kick out of how his drama is and I loved it. But since we are talking about wrestling and this is all wrestling related, even though it's like my favorite, I also really appreciate William Shatner does entrance music <laughs> for different wrestlers. Have you guys seen this? No. Um, it's pretty freaking awesome. <laughs> My so, gosh, it is, it is so. I don't think you can play it on there. That's the thing. I mean, we can try. I don't know if you guys. No, I mean, it. like for our thing, I don't think you can play it on there. Oh, because like yeah, but yeah, I think that. Uh, um, I don't know about Twitch either. I'm sure Facebook minds. Well, I decided we not to be go careful. on YouTube. I decided not to go on YouTube tonight because it's too much of a hassle. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. That's fine. But you guys have to see it. It's amazing <laughs> and some of these entrances he's like so dramatic and so well here's the thing <laughs> we we talked about it in our last smoke out session mm -hmm. and one of the things that i thought was hilarious is when i when he popped up and it was like w because like i was like when did this happen like why don't i know about this and 
I said this on our last smoking session. So if you want to, you guys want to go check it out, go to, you know, Shelly, SJSmokeout.com. It's there. Um, I'll go more detail. But like, I don't like Shawn Michaels. And so the first song he does <laughs> is Shawn Michaels song. And so at first I'm turned off already, right? I'm just like, oh, it's uh, right when I hear it, the beginning, I was like, oh, but then when he goes, I'm not sure boy toy <laughs> yes, and then this is so good so good you guys have to see it <laughs> and then when he does Rey Mysterio he goes booyaka 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 <laughs> <laughs> and then the best one is when he does Triple H oh it's time to play the game it's all about the game and how you play it <laughs> <laughs> It's the You're best. genius. <laughs> the best because I have always loved, even though I I was never like a person that was like, oh, I love Triple H when I was a fan or whatever. And nothing against him. Like I wasn't like, oh, he sucks. He just wasn't my cup. So I was like, oh, Triple H, whatever. But that theme music, man, like that song, like, duh, like it's such a good song and the lyrics and everything. So, um, that's why going back to the Spearmint Rhino days, they would play that song and I would walk down the ramp and I would drink water and then I would spit it out and everything. Like, I, I was such a nerd about it. Like, I'm such a nerd. So when Shatner nailed it, nailed it, <laughs> I once again got shat on and I loved it. I, I got shat on and I loved it. That should be a shirt. <laughs> Uh, I'm so sure Shelley, Shatner would love that. <laughs> yeah. Buy one. We, uh, I tweeted him that clip of uh, you talking about him as well, and no response from him. He probably would roll his eyes to, who is this broad? <laughs> uh, what is she talking about? Let me join her OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> so, Shelly, before uh, we end the night, if anything else, say to people watching, people who didn't roast, who did roast, whatever... It's the roast of Shelly Martinez, after all. All right. Well, let me just, oh, let me just load this bowl real quick. So first and foremost, and let me get my glass ready so we get a good cheers. Okay. <coughs> I would just like to thank each and every one of my roasters for uh, coming today. You thought I was worth your time, so thank you. <laughs> Even though... People like my old partner, you know, I am a career killer. Sorry, stoner Jesus. But um, that's just how it goes. I didn't much going on in the first place. <laughs> that's probably why he didn't show up, but that's fine. <laughs> but, um, you know, I just, again, Francine, I like, wow. Sometimes I get jealous that I see these wrestling friendships out there. And I'm just like, wow, like, I don't have, but Francine, I have such a special connection with I don't care that's my only friend so special and just what I need and I just love her so much I knew she would do this but it was still it still meant so much to me that she'd take that time Anthony aka Boris you know you don't know people unless you live with them and he lived with me and he's seen me in some really bad times he's seen me in some really good times but um you know 
through and through, he still is here. We've had conversations. We've kept in touch. It's awesome. Gary, you're so freaking awesome. Thank you so much for all your support and always sending me positive vibes. And just, I just love, you're such a straight shooter. You're just like, what are you doing? Fuck them. Who cares? Move on. Okay. Have a nice day. (laughs) I love it. I love it. And that's what I need because I don't, I've, I've never really had a lot of that. I've always been, that's why I like with Danielle, I tried to be a more positive as I got older and unslaved her. Um, You know, I didn't really have that. And so it's nice to have good people in my life that has seen me in different times in my journey and still have my back like that. So thank you so much. And Stoner Jesus, oh my gosh. I just love what we are creating. I love that getting to know you more. I just, I can't thank you enough for just taking your time out of your day to collab with me and create with me. And at the end of the day, that's the end product. We're just hanging out and having a good time. And it means so much to me. And I thank you so much for that and putting all of this together. And Danielle, you freaking pumpkin. I love you so much. You are my soulmate. And we've been through hell and back. And I just think it's so cool that you get to be a part of this and just hang out with people who have impacted my life and receive their energy as well. I freaking love you, man. And to all the freaking fans out there, you guys are awesome. You have no idea how much you mean to me. Thank you so much for just giving me a life where I can just do what I want to do. And as Courtney Love says, do what you want, but on your terms. I thank you guys for your support, your love, all the people that I know out there from whatever, you know me personally, we're online friends. Thank you so much for being there for me. And to all of my haters, my exes, the trolls, the people who doubt me, the people who like to talk shit, you can all go ahead and fuck yourself. Cheers. Yay, cheers. And, you know, Fred's here, and he says... He's Fred! Fred! Hey, Fred! <laughs> so handsome. <laughs> Yay, Freddy! Oh, and again, a special shout-out to my friend Megan. She came by yesterday. She's been traveling and working and being crazy. She brought her friend Lucy. She's been traveling with, but I got to meet and they hung out with me. We had some sushi on my birthday. And this bong she got me. Like, how <laughs> yeah. cool that is, cool. is awesome. that? That's freaking awesome. Like, wow. Wow. <laughs> boy. boy. Yeah, boy. <laughs> oh. And to Fred Mertz. That's right. Yeah, Fred. <laughs> Thank you, Thank everyone. You- for joining oh, us in the roast of Shelly Martinez. Go ahead, Shelly. I just want to say, like, I know this might seem silly, but Fred, I love you, boy. And thank you so much for being here on my birthday. That's all I wanted <laughs> was for you to be alive on my birthday. Oh. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> thank you, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for watching. It was a great night. Catch it a uh, video on demand. All that stuff. Good time. And uh, Shelly, see you next week. The All continuation right. of the, uh, the saga. Thanks, everybody. Nice. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> <gasps> Manny.